three. It's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation. Um, I am blessed today to have a good friend of mine back on air with me, y'all. Good friend Weldon Angelos. Weldon, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man, considering all the craziness going on. Yeah, yeah, so it's great to finally get you on the phone here, man. Um, I know that me and you have actually had a chance to interview prior to this, and um, for those who don't know, just kind of explain to us a little bit of your background, um, especially how you found yourself incarcerated and how you got out and became kind of an activist. And became, became an activist. Yeah, so, you know, um, in the 90s and early 2000s, I'd uh, say starting around 95 to 2002, I was a up-and-coming music producer working with Snoop Dogg, Tupac Shakur's recording group, and all pretty much all the guys that were in Death Row Records at the time. Um, you know, I even did an album with Mac Dre. I produced a whole album with Snoop Dogg called We From the LBC. Um, you know, and I was actually, you know, from Salt Lake City, Utah, but I was, you know, staying in L.A. out there working, and I was bringing that culture to Salt Lake City, Utah, and there's some people in law enforcement that didn't like it, and they wanted to basically... Um, you know, do something about it. They felt that if they don't do something about it, they will have invited moral corruption or basically how they thought. And they, <laughs> and they basically, we found out that they looked at us like we were Ebola and they had to get rid of me. And so they, um, they, a guy that I had known had gotten in trouble and he decided to cooperate and he was trying to set up cartel members, but instead they stopped him and said, no, we want Weldon Angelos. And they were, he was like, what? Even the informant was like, well, he's nobody, but if you want to go get him, he's doing music and other stuff. They're like, yeah, we want him. And they gave him immunity, set me up. I sold him $300 worth of cannabis three times. Uh, a crafty prosecutor uh, turned that into a 20-count indictment where I was facing 105 years of mandatory imprisonment. Huh. Uh, I went to trial. I won some counts, lost some counts, got a mandatory 55 years. Um, the, 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 the judge who was forced to impose the punishment because it was mandatory spoke out against it. You know, he was a George W. Bush appointee, very conservative, but he felt that this was ridiculous. Yes. He, um, you know, he called on the president to fix the sentence as he sentenced me, and he called on Congress to fix the problems. Um, he later resigned um, so he could advocate for my release. And... 13 years later, I was finally released in 2016, thanks to the efforts of Senators Mike Lee, Cory Booker, um, and um, uh, celebrities like Alicia Keys, Bonnie Rayet, Snoop Dogg, Van Jones, the, even the Koch brothers, um, which, you know, led to my early release. And since I got out, or since I've been out, you know, I've been advocating for reform. I've been working with the White House. I've been working with, you know, the, those senators that helped get me out, Cory Booker, Mike Lee, and we actually passed bipartisan, comprehensive federal criminal justice reform in December of 2018. And that that reform changed the law that uh, allowed prosecutors to seek a 55-year sentence for minor uh, marijuana sales. And so when I was in there, in, or when I it was in the White House celebrating this, um, you know, this achievement, I was saddened because of the people that wouldn't benefit from it, particularly yeah. those people in prison for cannabis, only cannabis, only offenses. Um, you know, it, it doesn't benefit them. And I have a friend in prison who's in there for following state law. He got a dispensary in Modesto. It was a medical dispensary. He got 22 years. And so, the, the you know, the celebration kind of, you know, ended for me. I said, you know what, I need to step it up and, and, and work to get these, these guys and uh, gals out of jail. Well, if you've done a great job since then, and um, I know one of the jobs, one of the things you're working on right now is helping cannabis, um, people who are locked up for cannabis charges, 
uh, be able to get money on their books through Calix. Um, speak to us first about your yeah. relationship with the company and how they work to in order to help people get money on their books who do have cannabis charges. Yeah, so, um, so you know, I, I launched an initiative called Mission Green, and Mission Green has been working to get people out of prison. Um, it's working on their freedom, and there's a lot of people involved in Mission Green, including Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, ha- we have a, a bipartisan coalition of people who got together. We did this nonprofit, and... We, we just recently sent a letter. I actually hand-delivered a letter to the White House. I was there two weeks ago um, to meet with White House officials, and, you know, we, we brought some cameras in, and we were able to film our meeting, and I hand-delivered this letter that was signed by celebrities, political figures, even the former Governor Gary Johnson. We had a lot of people on our left and right, even former federal prosecutors and judges, um, and I hand-delivered this letter asking the president to start the process of commuting these sentences, and... You know, I'd say about a year ago, you know, I've been meeting with a lot of my celebrity friends and different people, and everyone's encouraging me to get back in the industry. They're like, you need to get in the cannabis industry. You know, you pay rent for this. Like, you did 13 years for $900 with cannabis. You should be benefiting from the legal industry. And so I said, okay, I want to start my own brand. But everything I do, I want to attach my cause to it, whether it's in my personal life or professional life. So when I decided to launch my own brand, I actually changed it from being my own brand to being a cause-based brand called Reform Cannabis with two E's. I took the word reefer and reform and put them together. So now we have Reform Cannabis and we are dedicating proceeds from this brand directly to the commissary accounts of people in prison for cannabis. And, you know, because I've been in prison before and I remember one uh, Christmas Day, I had to choose between calling my kids or buying some hygiene products, and because the calls are expensive, sometimes they're fifteen dollars a call. You know, you pay a lot of money. Some, yeah, sometimes even twenty dollars for a fifteen-minute phone call. So you imagine if you want to call, if you got kids and you want to call your parents, that's that's thirty dollars. Yeah, and it's like, well, I want I want to get deodorant, soap, and some food, some snacks. So it's like you have to choose. And and I asked one of the cannabis uh, POWs in prison, like, what else can I do to help you? And he said, man, we could use some financial support. So we are going to provide monthly payments to each cannabis prisoner, a hundred dollars a month for the life of the brand. And this brand was, it was due in part because of uh, Kush Supply Co., the biggest packaging company, actually um, started the social equity program because they were inspired by my story and what I'm doing. And so when they found out I was going to launch my own brand, Kush Supply, you know, put me under the social equity program where they're providing assistance with their packaging, you know, giving us credit and, you know, giving it to us for a discounted rate. So they're making it, you know, possible for us to get in the industry and actually turn a profit. And we got a distribution deal with Calix. Now, um, you know, Calix is a, is a pretty big distribution company in California, and, you know, they're really dedicated to this cause as well. So I think, you know, I'm surrounded by the right, you know, com- companies that actually really care about the cause, because there's a lot of companies that just want to exploit people like myself to make it look like they care about the cause, mm-hmm. but these individuals are really doing it. Like, Kush is not making anything off the products they're giving us. They're really just doing it at cost to support me and to make sure someone like myself could actually have access to the legal industry. Um, after serving 13 years for cannabis. And so this this reform brand, we're really excited. We were supposed to launch tomorrow, but because of the coronavirus, it's been delayed, and I don't know how long. But I'm really excited to get it out there, and we want to be one of the only brands that's in every dispensary in California. And and naturally, we're going to actually move, try to get into other states like Nevada, and eventually um, 
Michigan because Michigan has, you know, the best social equity uh, laws that I've seen in the country. And so, you know, we want to make this a national brand um, that we can, you know, we can eventually support all the cannabis prisoners. There's a, you know, there's a few thousand in the federal system. And I think it was like 2,200 for purely cannabis. And if we have, you know, that's like 200 in $20,000 a month if we can get them all. And so it would take this company to really grow to be able to support all of them. But if we can support, you know, 500 a month and rotate, you know, that's what we're going to have to do until we can continue to grow. Well, I applaud you for that because I do have, I've had family members who are incarcerated. I've had to take those phone calls. And, and, and little things like that amount up to a lot of money. And I don't think people really put, really can, um, really wrap their heads around that unless it's something you ever had to deal with. So that is an amazing um, activation y'all have put, y'all put forth here. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I know, I know, I just remember suffering myself and, you know, wishing I could call my sons more than, than I was able to. And, um, you know, I know some institutions are lowering their phone costs, um, and that's good. But we, I felt like, you know, $100 goes a long way in prison. And most people work in there, and you, they earn like $40 a month. So giving them an extra $100 a month every month for the life of the brand is, you know, I think is going to do a lot of good. And if we can, you know, I would love to grow to the where I'm able to support every single one of them. Because there's female prisoners in there that have to pay for their own tampons. And yeah. if they don't have money, they have to use toilet paper. And that's, you know, I think that's just terrible. And I think, you know, we, we need to treat them with dignity. And the, the prison should be providing these these supplies for them. But since they're not, you know, we are definitely going to do it. Yeah, and it goes back to the stigma that we have uh, uh, when it comes to people who are incarcerated. Like, for whatever reasons, they do still have some type of rights. And, and we act like, well, I don't say with everybody, but a, lo- a large majority of people act like these people that people incarcerated just deserve what's going on to them yeah it's crazy because you know everyone's made mistakes and a lot of people that feel that way have done stuff and they just never got caught yeah and um and and we feel like anyone that's in there for for a plant is not a criminal they should be in there in the first place um you know people like luke who he was a businessman and he had a company with the mayor came there and like this place is great he followed state law to the T. It was only prescription only. They didn't do anything. They didn't break any state law. Um, the federal government just decided to target them out of, you know, a bunch of different dispensaries. They got 22 years. I was able to help his co-defendant get out um, through President Obama's clemency initiative. But unfortunately, Luke's was denied despite having the exact same case, same facts, and they granted his co-defendants. I wrote the petition for them. And um, they granted one, denied the other, and so Luke stuck in there, and he's one of the you know the main people I'm fighting for. Um, I mean, and, and even though I'm focusing on cannabis, you know, we still have folks like Loon, who you know exactly. we talked about on the last time I was on there that we're working on, and I think we're going to get an answer really soon on his case. Okay, and that was going to be my, my my next question. I know that one of the people you were working on was uh, was Loon, who I've, I've followed for a while. Um, what is the status of his case, and and do you feel like we're going to see a time when 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 we do see Loon back on the streets? Yeah, I mean, um, so you know, Loon was a successful um, musician, signed the P Puffy or P Diddy's record label, Bad Boy Records, and you know, he been on some, he was on some hits with Puffy and Usher, I Need a Girl Part 1, yes. and then I Need a Girl Part 2 with P. Diddy and uh, Genuine. Um, he was a really, you know, talented gentleman, and he just got um, 14 years for making an introduction, and I feel like, you know, his petition should have already been granted by now, but right now with the President's Clemency Initiative, he is actually changing the way these petitions are being decided, because traditionally, 
a clemency petition, you file it, it basically goes right to the prosecutor who prosecuted you. And so they're, they're not in the business of second-guessing their work or, or admitting they made a mistake of or were too, you know, harsh or too aggressive. So usually, you know, the, most petitions are denied. And, and same with a uh, loon situation. It's going to go right back to the prosecutor. And the prosecutor's going to be like, well, he got what he deserved. You know, he's lucky he got that. They, they feel 14 years is, is a good deal. And so, but with the president now, he's actually changing that. He's creating a system where he has a group of advisors that are not prosecutors. They, they consist of people like Alice Johnson, who was just recently released uh, with the thanks to the help of Kim Kardashian, um, and other individuals who actually, um, you know, nonpartisan and neutral people that can actually look at these cases objectively. And so we are hoping to get a decision within the next three months. Although if he doesn't get clemency, Loon will be out, I believe, by Christmas. Well, let's 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 hope for that, man, because I do feel like his case was was something that should really become should have been more of a national conversation leading all the way up until now. Um, but speaking about your, speaking about some of your work with um incarcer with with incarcerated people, um, do you uh, is there any plans of helping um people who are incarcerated for cannabis charges get out and once once they are out help into the industry as far as like possibly business wise or learning a skill set that could help them in this new industry. Yeah, exactly. So um, our, my Mission Green initiative is actually working with cannabis companies like Coliva, mm-hmm. um, who are actually going to um, help some of these people get back in the industry. Like if Luke gets out, he was a very successful cannabis entrepreneur. I mean, um, their company brought in like $6 million a year. And so if he gets out, we're going to try to get him right back in the industry. And Coliva is going to take some of these individuals who are coming home and give them internships and jobs to allow them to grow. And I want to do, I want my brand when we grow long, uh, large enough that, to be able to help some of these individuals start their own brand. Yeah. Awesome, man. Is there any chance we're going to see you get back into the music industry fully um, and get behind the production boards again? Actually, I'm doing that right now. Okay. Um, I actually got a song with Snoop that I'm actually um, p- producing at the moment. That's going to actually support the Reform Cannabis brand. Reform. Well, congratulations on that, man. I'm I'm really proud of what you've been doing, and you really used your name and your influence for the for the for for good causes and for good reasons. And I, I really want to applaud you for that. Uh, what do you feel like is next in your life as far as the as far as the next the next evolution of welding? Like, what where are we going to see you at going forward in these next couple of years? And that's this is the next decade. Excuse me. I mean, after we, you know, like my main acti- uh, activism is going to be towards geared towards a full legalization. Okay. Um, and after that, I want to continue in entertainment. I want to make high quality um, films that, that actually shine a light on some of these uh, social injustices. And so, you know, cannabis legalization and all the social equity is, you know, my main cause right now. But I want to actually produce high quality content that puts a spotlight on some of these issues to make sure, you know, they don't happen again. We don't, you know, repeat the same mistake that we've made over the years and just, you know, be, we want to shine a light. Some of these, these candidates are running for president, you know, like, um, you know, I'm not going to uh, pick on any one individual, but, you know, some of them have a lot of baggage and, and, you know, we want to make sure we're really cautious on who, you know, who we pick to be our next leader. And so we're, we're producing content, you know, to kind of educate the public on these matters. Well, I applaud you on that. Um, is there a way that anybody such as myself could help out with reform or anything else that you're doing active, activist, activist-wise, especially when it comes to helping out inmates? Like, is there any way anybody like myself could help out? 
Absolutely. I mean, for one, just sharing, you know, or following us on Instagram at Project Mission Green or at Weldon Angelo. So you can go to our website, um, theweldonproject.org or www.reformcannabis.com. There's definitely ways to get involved, you know, spreading the word, especially with Reform Cannabis. We want to put pressure on the, uh, the dispensary owners to carry our brand because with Reform Cannabis, we are we are giving consumers and business owners a chance to partake in this, you know, in this activism, and, and they don't even have to donate money. You know, just carrying our product or just purchasing our product over a competitor is donating, and you don't have to give us any extra money. You just have to choose our product, and we're actually um, producing high-quality um, products. We're not bringing some garbage in there and asking people to, you know, uh, spend a lot of money on it. We're coming in at a very competitive price with high-quality product. Awesome. Well, then, I really appreciate your time today. And again, I applaud you and everything that you're doing through reform and everything in all the organizations that you are working with. Again, salute you and what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me back on.